The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Out on the web at linewsradio.com, I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. This week in our spotlight, we are pleased to have New Hyde Park Garden City Park School District join Spotlight on Long Island Schools, I believe for the first time. So we'd like to welcome them to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, and we are excited to learn about a very unique language and literacy program that they have in their school district and here to tell us a little bit more about new hyde park and garden city park school district and this program we'd like to welcome dr morrison to spotlight on long island schools dr morrison happy new year and welcome and give the folks a little idea about new hyde park garden city park school district first we know it's out there western part of nassau county right before the queen's border tell us a little about your school district Hello, Mr. Vecchio. Thank you very much for having us. We are so excited to be here. Happy New Year. Uh, well, what can I tell you about our school district? We are a K through six, actually pre-K through six school district now. Um, there's about 1,600 students in our school district. We have four schools and we have the most amazing children Um anywhere on Long Island or in the world, as far as I'm concerned. And they are so gifted and talented. We have so many children in our community who are bilingual. And I'm going to let my teachers, one of my teachers who's with me, who is actually the person who started this whole idea for the Biliteracy Pathway Awards. Her name is Miss Chi. She's an ENL teacher in our school district. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let her tell a little bit more about how all of this got started. I don't want to steal her thunder because this is definitely where this was definitely her idea. Um, at the high school level, there is a seal of biliteracy that students can be awarded when they are proficient in two or more languages by the time of high school graduation. Ms. Chi brought to our attention that we could actually um, start biliteracy, the biliteracy pathway in elementary school, and I'll let her talk to you a little bit more about that, but this would be the gateway to having students become bilingual. And, um, you know, usually think of um, bilingualism in schools as you get to middle school and you choose a language. Right. Um, we already have students coming in speaking two languages, or we have students whose families are interested in them learning a second language at an earlier age. So this is one of the ways that we um, decided as a district that we were going to encourage bilingualism and biliteracy. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and the younger the younger you start, the easier it is to learn is what I've always been told. Uh, so, Miss Chi, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools and and talk to us about your baby here. Right. This biliteracy pathway award program that uh, is, is something that's near and dear to you. And uh, tell us about the program, when it got started and why. 
Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Vecchio. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Dr. Morrison. Um, so we were very excited to create and design and bring this program into our district. Um, our community, we realized our community was changing. The demographics of our community was changing, and we were having an increase of different types of populations, and especially minority populations that are up becoming the majority population in our mm -hmm. district. Um, we have a high percentage of Asian and South Asian students and Hispanic students who are already coming in with these language assets. And we really wanted to bridge their home culture or their desire to learn a new culture uh, to school. Because um, in the past, there wasn't really this connection to the public education system. Um, so we're very excited. Um, last year, we started last year, it was our pilot year, we started a little bit late, it was, you know, things get off to a rough start in the beginning. Um, but once we got started, we ran with it. Um, we had we brought together a committee of teachers. Um, so we could get different perspectives of this program and really make sure that we designed a program that would really benefit our students, our parents and our community, and really allow them to enjoy the process of learning language too. Um, yeah. When you have diversity within your community, it's such a tremendous asset because you could use that diversity to bring cultural ideas and cultural experiences to other students that may not be familiar with that. Uh, and, and language is a big part of that. And we're such an interconnected world, no matter where you go. Having a, another language in your toolbox is always a great asset. So I love the fact that you guys embrace and celebrate the diversity and take it to the next level. And and I know Miss Connolly is also here with us uh, uh, from New High Park Garden City Park School District. And Miss Connolly, uh, talk to us about your involvement with this program as well. Yes, thank you so much for having us tonight um, uh, today. Um, Yes, this this program, in addition to celebrating the diversity of our students and being able to uh, welcome the biliteracy that so many of our students were coming into our, our schools with, we also wanted to try to figure out a way of celebrating bilingualism or multilingualism across all all students, right? Even our monolingual students. So by by inc by creating this program into our schools, which Ms. Chi spoke a little bit about the committee that we formed, our committee was wonderful. It, it, it had people from all four schools because we really wanted to get different perspectives, classroom teachers, non-classroom teachers, speech therapists from all different avenues, different uh, professional experiences to really be able to create something that wouldn't only benefit our multilingual speakers, but would also benefit our, our, our monolingual speakers as well. Because we wanted to be able to, just as you said earlier, um, waiting to the high school um, for the seal of biliteracy, as Dr. Morrison Raptus mentioned earlier, um, it's a lot better, it's a lot easier to learn another language at the younger grades. Um, your brain actually uses its elasticity and its ability to learn another language uh, when you're older than 13. So we, knowing all this, uh, in considering all the diversity in our district, um, considering uh, our desire to be able to celebrate different cultures and bring multilingualism to all students, including the reality of the benefits that there is to learning other languages at younger ages, uh, we were able to create this fabulous committee that really did join together to really um, to create this biliteracy award that was started last year, um, and which is why it was created later on in the year. And we were excited that this year was we were able to start it a little earlier in the year um, to bring it to our students earlier and give them a little a little bit more of an opportunity to to practice the language. Okay, before we talk with some of the students, Dr. Morrison, just uh, two quick questions that I have for you. 
is this a program that is select to a certain number of kids that are either, you know, show a propensity for it, or is this open to all students and what grade levels do you start this at? So give us a flavor on how it's disseminated throughout the buildings. Okay. Um, I think it's important that we mention that students are, it, well, it, we, well, we, right now we're doing which grade levels. I'm sorry, Ms. Connolly, are we are two we to six. six? We have two through six right. at this point because last year we did every other grade level. Right. So we are grades two through six. Uh, we have 255 students who are currently on a language pathway, which means that's 255 students that get to choose. This is not an elite program. This is not a select program. This is a by interest program. And every child gets to choose which language they want to learn because we are able to uh, set them up in a program called Rosetta Stone where they can learn the language on their own. And their and the ENL teachers in our district are checking in with the children as they are learning their second language. Um, they can work on it at home. They can work on it in school. And also the community members, we opened it up to community members. If anyone who lives in New High Park Garden City Park wants to learn a second language, they can contact our technology department and we open it up for parents also. So uh, that's awesome. You get community buy-in as well and, and community benefit as well. So that, that is really smart to incorporate everybody because again, a village uh, helps great schools and great schools help the community that it serves as well. So uh, first we're going to introduce our students that are going to talk about it. And when we come back from the break, they're going to sell us on this program. But first I want to welcome Abigail to spotlight on Long Island schools. And my first question for you, Abigail is, what grade are you in and which building do you attend there in New Hyde Park or in City Park? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm a fifth grade student from Garden City Park Elementary School. This year I'm learning Tagalog because I want to learn more about my own culture. Okay, so you want to learn more about your own culture that uh, your family is immersed in. So what culture is that and what do you hope to learn that you didn't already know? Um... The culture is Filipino. Um, I hope to learn more language so it can speak with my family. Awesome. That That's a great goal and, and an important thing. also want to welcome Ethan to our program. Same question for you, Ethan. Grade level and, and build, uh, is it one building or multiple buildings? Uh, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm Ethan. I'm in the New Hyde Park Road School, and I'm in the fifth grade. All right. And, and my past my language is Spanish. Spanish. And what made you pick Spanish, Ethan? So my family's from Puerto Rico. And right when I came home that day, I thought the Rosetta Stone, thing, the program, was just another program. But then when I really looked at it, I saw how cool it was and how I could communicate with my family in Spanish. That's awesome. Now, Ethan, hold that thought, because when we come back from the break, we're going to hear from Ethan and Abigail about all the things that they've learned. We're talking with the folks from the New Hyde Park, Garden City Park School District about their pathway program called the Biliteracy Pathway Award Program. So when we come back from the break, we'll hear from these students about their experiences. We'll be right back after this. And 
And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Again, out on the web at LINewsradio.com. Bob Vecchio, we are continuing our conversation with the folks from the New Hyde Park Garden City Park School District, a K-6 through school district in Nassau County, and a very unique program about getting younger students immersed, really, into language and culture to celebrate the diversity of their community so that students could either learn more about their own culture other cultures, and of course, learn other languages. And it's, it just sounds like a fascinating program. And before the break, we were talking with Ethan and Abigail, two fifth grade students over there. But Miss Chi, I have a question for you. Just kind of give us a, a typical overview of the program that the kids experience and what they go through in a typical day or week uh, in this program. Um, so to participate in the program, students fill out a Google form or they have their parents help them fill it out so we know what language um, they've chosen and we can help them along their pathway. Um, and then they're really learning and practicing throughout the whole year from September to when they can start their project to demonstrate their language acquisition. Um, and they can learn on Rosetta Stone or really practice with their family and friends at home. Um, once uh, February rolls around, they can choose a choice board activity. And the committee really designed nine different choice board activities that uh, fit students' interests, uh, their ability levels, um, and their mo like different modalities. Um, so some activities we have are dancing. A student can dance and tell us about the cultural dance or sing a song or do a show and tell about a cultural uh, object or a cultural tr tradition. Um, and then they record their project. They record themselves presenting their project on a flip or a flip. Uh, it used to be known as Flipgrid. Um, mm -hmm. And then that's a video recording website. And then the committee comes together and we watch all the amazing videos. That's our favorite day of the year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and if they meet the criteria that the committee has established, then they can receive um, the Valley Diversity Pathway Award. Listen, it it's public speaking it's presenting to your peers it's learning about the culture whether you are living it or learning somebody else's culture it's learning an additional language i mean there is just so many intricate benefits that you are teaching and immersing children in and in a very unique way that they probably don't even realize all the different areas that you are touching on i mean talk and and on a primary k through uh six level i know you're doing it two through six really well prepared them for middle school and then high school. And, and we'll talk about outcomes later. Uh, Abigail, my question for you, I know Miss Chi was talking about this choice board activity. So I want to learn a little bit more about that. Uh, do you know what choice board activity that you're going to be doing this year? Uh, this year, I'm debating between choosing the show and tell activity or the research about a country activity. So show and tell, what would what would you be expected to do with a show and tell choice board activity compared to uh, the research? Um, for the show and tell activity, I would show the flag and explain what the flag is. All right. And if you're going to choose the research area, right, you said research about the culture. What, what do you think you might dive a little deeper into and research and present? Um, I would go research more about the country, the history, um, the people, food. Yeah. Food. Listen, I'm, I'm a big guy. Filipino food. It's pretty darn good, you know, and, and they, they definitely know, uh, dance and music and, and the culture of living, uh, on the Island life, if you will. Um, so Ethan, my question for you, if someone came up to you and said, Ethan, tell me about this program that you're involved in, 
And do you think I should be involved in it and why? Yeah. So like I said before, when, when the school brought this up to me, I thought this was another project. But then when I really looked at it, I saw how cool it was and how all the choice board activities and all the languages I could do. When I did it, I got to learn so much about my family and so much about my culture. So if somebody asked me, I would tell them, do it. Absolutely. Now, you've already sold me. So here, here's my follow-up question to that, Ethan. What is? Tell me one thing that you learned about either your family or your culture because you took this program that you weren't aware of before. I learned a lot about the Puerto Rican history and a lot about I'm really into history. I learned a lot about the hurricanes that they had. They had a really bad one. Yeah. And and what about the Puerto Rican history stands out the most for you? Um, I just thought that it was really cool to just see how, like, here in New York, we don't really get, like, as much natural disasters. So I always think it's super cool being able to look at other people's. Yeah, and and very resilient culture, right? Because they bounce back storm after storm because they kind of have to. I mean, it's I guess it's the trade off for living almost in paradise down there near Puerto Rico. Abigail, same question for you. What are some of the things that you've learned about your culture and your family's culture uh, since you've started this program that you didn't know before? Um, I before I went to this program, I mostly knew about cult, food and culture. Now I know some words. Okay. And you said you wanted to learn some stuff so you could speak with some of your family members too, right? Yeah. So um, are you working together with your family members when you come home to kind of build on what you've learned in the classroom? Yeah. My grandparents know how to speak, so I ask them for help. Okay. And is it your goal one day to maybe visit the Philippines or have you been there already? Um, it's my goal to visit there once. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you say would be the first thing that you'd want to do if you ever got a chance to go visit the Philippines? What would you look forward to be doing? Um, see family. Yeah. So you still have family over there. That's great. And same thing for you. If one of your younger friends or or maybe a sibling, uh, you know, you're good friends with somebody and a y- younger sibling of theirs is considering getting involved in this program. Tell, tell me why you think it's important for you students to be involved in this program? Um, I think it's a good, I-, I think it's a good idea to do it so you could learn more about um, culture. All right. And what else do you enjoy about attending New High Park Garden City Park Schools? What is like, in addition, it could be something in addition to this uh, Biliteracy Pathway Awards program that you're in. What else do you really enjoy uh, doing at the school district there? Um, I like learning because the teachers are really good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty awesome. What is your favorite subject? Uh, I really like art. All right. You, so you're, uh, you got a little bit of the creative streak in you, too. Ethan, same question for you. In addition to this wonderful program that you're in, what else are you uh, excited to participate in there in your school? Um, I'm excited to participate in really everything because, like I said earlier, again, Every project I get in the school, I think it's something else, but it's not. I love my school district and they're super unique. And yeah. 
All right. And with this program, have you like kind of taken some of the lessons that you've learned in school and practice at home? And and do you have family members that also can help you learn the language as well? Yeah, my mom and my parents speak some Spanish. So I've been able to like go on Rosetta Stone and then tell them, yeah, I learned this word today. All right. Now, has mom ever sat there and said, Ethan, that's not, you know, dialect is very important, right? You know, you're kind of close, but you really need to say it this way. Has that happened? No. Okay. All right. Now, uh, Miss Chi, what are some of the benefits? You started this last year, and of course, you're in year two now. What are some of the other unintended benefits that you're seeing uh, from this program? Um, Some unintended unintended benefits where I heard feedback from parents that they really enjoyed sharing this experience with their children. And even some grandparents who are around, just like Abigail's grandparents, who also got to engage with them and participate with them in creating this project and teaching them something that they were able to teach them, uh, not like math, where, <laughs> where parents have a really hard time helping their children with math right now. Um, so the parents are really appreciative of this opportunity and sharing this experience with their children. Um, I also think that students themselves and their peers, while they're talking about it, while they're on Rosetta Stone in the same classroom, they talk to each other about it and they share what they've learned and just hearing a class of 25 students and they're practicing 10 different languages in the classroom just hearing that and hearing the excitement in that is just amazing and amazing for them the students, the teachers, the parents, and the whole community. Great. And Dr. Morrison, as superintendent of schools, uh, you know, you, you you report back to your board, you report back to your community. What's the feedback you've been getting from your community in particular? Yeah, it was something Ethan said, which is we're so unique. And we offer our children experiences that you don't see in other school districts. Um, we really strive to create and promote a culture of belongingness in our district. So um, that's something that that I am very, very proud of um, in our school district. It's um, it, it really is a, a very unique place. Ethan hit the nail on the head. I totally agree with him. Ethan and Abigail are some great salespeople and remind me never try to, you know, buy a car from either one of them because i'm going to overpay certainly ethan abigail you guys did a great job i want to thank the folks from new hyde park garden city park who educated us on their biliteracy pathway award program diverse community embracing the assets of their diversity and building on it for the future success of their students and we really appreciate them joining us and you've been listening to spotlight on long island schools on 103.9 li news radio hear us every saturday at linewsradio.com or 103.9 fm And until next week, stay well, stay safe, and thanks for tuning in. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.